Ted Bohorkas here with News Talk KZRG. Welcome to this week's episode of Plot Summary. This is where I take some of the bigger stuff that we discussed this week on the Morning News Watch at News Talk KZRG, and I sum it down for you in a nice little plot summary. So let's get into it. Let's start off with our current president, President Joe Biden. And specifically, let's start off with the potential impeachment of our current president, Joe Biden. This week, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said that House Republicans had uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct and that those allegations that are both credible and serious will serve as the basis for an official impeachment inquiry. That's right. It is on. They're looking to impeach the guy. House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer, he's a Republican from Kentucky. He'll be leading this inquiry coordination, and he'll be doing that along with House Oversight Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, Republican from Ohio, and the Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith, Republican from none other than right here in the four states, Missouri. So clearly they're batting with a full deck of cards here, and they're not trying to mess around. As Jason Smith had explained... This impeachment inquiry will help speed up and expedite the process of investigating Joe Biden after the IRS and the Department of Justice, along with the FBI and the Secret Service, have what he said continued to stall regarding their investigations. Now, if you remember, the Department of Justice, the IRS and the FBI are supposedly conducting their own investigations. But unfortunately for the credibility of those investigations, they were basically caught slow walking a lot of the Biden investigation. Now, why is that important? Number one, they're dragging it out longer than they need to. And they're specifically doing that so that way it becomes a distant memory in the American mind. They want people to forget that this happened. So if they take their sweet time with it, eventually people might forget. They'll go, oh, is that still going on? I hadn't even noticed. That's one thing. And number two, they're doing this for what is known as the statute of limitations. Some of these crimes that they're investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden on are subject to the statute of limitations. And so what it appears to be is that the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the IRS are claiming to investigate this stuff. Meanwhile, what they're really doing is kind of just twiddling their thumbs and waiting for the day that the statute of limitations has hit making it no longer eligible to be tried for or rather charged for some of these crimes, which is problematic and led Jason Smith to make the famous claim. The DOJ is being used to obstruct an ongoing congressional investigation. That's quite a claim. And it's uh, very well said, I think, very specific and seemingly very accurate. Now, Smith then went on to note, The administration says Congress can't continue to work on the investigation because the special counsel's ongoing investigation. So basically, the administration is saying, well, you guys can't investigate as House Republicans because we already have people investigating us. Well, that might sound all fine and dandy, but the problem is that the Biden administration appointed the people that are investigating him and they appointed them to investigate him. That's sort of like, I don't know if you ever did this in like elementary school or middle school or high school where the teacher says, okay, we're going to take a test class and you go in and take your science test. And then the teacher says, okay, now give your test to the person next to you and they'll grade your test and you'll grade their test. Well, guess what happens when that happens? Suddenly everybody gets A's, don't they? So when the Biden administration says, hey, buddy, you investigate me, what do you think they're going to find? 
A whole lot of nothing, because he picked his friends to investigate him. So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense now, does it? And that logic is part of what led to this impeachment inquiry in the first place. Because the impeachment inquiry is happening, that pretty much takes precedent and takes top dog for what investigation needs to happen in what order. Now, following Kevin McCarthy's announcement that they will be doing uh, an impeachment inquiry, the White House, well, they didn't take it lying down. They immediately began planning to direct all major outlets, including CNN, The New York Times, Fox News, and the Associated Press, along with CBS News and others, to cover the impeachment inquiry with, quote, scrutiny, end quote. Yeah, the Biden administration's first response to that was, let's get together and write a 14-page memorandum on how the free press that we are legally, constitutionally not allowed to control, we should tell them how they should cover this. Now, I'm going to I'm going to touch back on that later because it, it gets pretty in depth. CNN issued quite a performance after that, but we're going to get into that later. Let's stick with this impeachment thing to stay on track here. And ultimately, the main causality of, of this impeachment inquiry has a lot to do with Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is a very, very important player in this story where this impeachment inquiry is starting is n- new knowledge that Biden was lying about his knowledge on Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. Joe Biden lied under oath, and he also lied to the American people. He told the American people that he had no idea what Hunter even did. That's been proven false. Then he told the American people, oh, I know what Hunter's up to, but I don't talk to him about it. It's completely separate of me. Turned out to be false. Then he said, well, I, I never participated in any of it. Well, then it was revealed that he was actually on business meetings with these foreign business associates, so that was proven false. Then he said that him and his family never directly benefited from any of this. Well, turns out about $20 million from adversarial foreign nations was wired to the Biden family. Interesting. So, where Joe's problem is, is inextricably linked with his son Hunter Biden. And Hunter Biden is in a lot of hot water. House Republicans sent a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland on Tuesday accusing Hunter Biden's legal team of engaging in a brazen effort to intimidate and harass two International Revenue Service whistleblowers in the Hunter Biden tax probe. Yes, let's talk tax here. Hunter Biden allegedly, and there's a lot of evidence, that's a very loose allegedly at this point, engaged in illegal business dealings with foreign nations. What makes them illegal? Well, he was essentially lobbying in the U.S. and in foreign nations illegally. You can lobby in this country, but you have to register as a lobbyist. You can lobby in other countries, but you have to register as someone that is working for slash with other adversarial nations. You have to register those things. Hunter Biden failed to. He refused to. He did not do it. That's illegal. One of the reasons it's speculated that he didn't register is because he was essentially getting money under the table. If you don't remember, a couple weeks ago, two IRS whistleblowers came out. They came out as Democrats and as Biden supporters. One of them came out as a member of the LGBT community. The other one came out as a prominent liberal. These are not Republicans. These are not people that dislike Joe Biden. They want Joe Biden to win. They came out and said, we got Hunter Biden, bud. He has not been paying his taxes. He has been, he is a full-blown tax evader. We have a ton of evidence to suggest it, A and B. We were heavily, heavily discouraged to investigate. 
which is completely unfair. These guys that had every reason to want the Bidens to win, they came out and said, hey, this isn't right. They are cheating and lying to the American system. Well, guess what? That's part of the Biden impeachment inquiry as well, because as it turns out, Joe Biden might have known about all of this and lied about whether or not he did. Potentially, all this is still potential and all this is still alleged. In the American justice system, you are innocent until proven guilty. They have not been proven guilty yet. But there's a lot of things to suggest it might go that way if only we can get a fair trial. If only. So in reference to the Hunter Biden tax probe specifically, Republicans have given DOJ until 5 p.m. on September 26 to produce any letters or communication from the Biden's lawyers to the DOJ advocating for the investigation or prosecution of these two whistleblowers, as well as any documents or communications between his attorneys and the DOJ referencing or relating to a criminal investigation or prosecution of these two whistleblowers. That's right. How did the DOJ respond to these whistleblowers? By investigating the whistleblowers, not by investigating the people they blew the whistle against. Can you imagine something so absurd? And thank goodness for House Republicans. They're swooping in to try and protect these whistleblowers because guess what? We have whistleblower protection laws, which, by the way, if you don't remember just a few decades ago, the left was very proud of getting those whistleblower protection laws passed. That was their crown. That was the jewel in the crown of all of their social efforts was protect the whistleblowers. Well, here we have liberal Democrat whistleblowers and the liberal Democrat party of this country is attacking them. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. So thank God for House Republicans, because they want to protect these whistleblowers. And I think we should protect all whistleblowers. Shout out to Julian Assange. Shout out to Edward Snowden. I'll say it. I don't care. But moving on. Hunter Biden is in more trouble than that. If you thought it was just taxes, we're just getting started. Hunter Biden was indicted this week. Welcome to the indictment club, buddy. Probably doesn't feel so good. Hunter was indicted on federal gun charges out of special counsel David Weiss's investigation. Now, if you remember, Hunter Biden illegally lied, committed a felony, a federal felony, by his actions when he went to go purchase a firearm. When he went to purchase his firearm, when you do that, you fill out a background check form. Well, you have to answer those questionnaires honestly. And if you don't, guess what, Buster Brown? That's a federal crime. Hunter Biden, the man, the myth, the legend, was addicted to crack cocaine. And when he went to purchase a firearm, the question asked, are you in possession of narcotics? Have you ever been in possession of narcotics? Are you addicted to, to narcotics? He answered no. He said, no, nope, drugs, what are those? I don't even know what drugs are. I've never even heard. Is that like a rapper? Who is that? So he committed a federal felony by lying on this. Now, again, innocent until proven guilty. Hunter Biden is innocent. Due process. I'm a big fan of that in our legal system, and I'm a big, big, big proponent of it. But let's look at the evidence that the public has. Hunter Biden wrote a book where he referenced his addiction to crack cocaine, and he gave years in which he was addicted to crack cocaine. We had seen the background check form. We know what date it was purchased. We know what date it was filled out. The date that that form was filled out coincides directly with the date that he had admitted to being addicted to crack cocaine. So we got that. The other thing is, due to the Hunter Biden laptop, which, by the way, very real story, we have photographs of Hunter Biden with crack cocaine and with the very firearm he purchased. 
How hilarious is that? And that's not even what, like, the lawyers brought out. That's just what's in the public domain. That's like what Fox News and CNN and even MSNBC have on their websites. That's just out for anyone to see. (laughs) I mean, he's innocent because he has not been proven guilty. But, I mean, come on. Let's be reasonable here. That's just crazy. So, yeah, Hunter Biden was indicted on that. Welcome to the club, indictment club. (laughs) But, as you can see, the point with all these stories, other than, you know, r slash roast Hunter, which is very fun, these are very serious allegations. And, And all of this is very tied in with his father, Joe Biden. We have the tax evasion. We have the illegal purchasing of a firearm, both of which are federal felonies, by the way. And the last big one that we have is the investigation into his overseas business dealings. The House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer this week demanded answers from the State Department on the, quote, sudden foreign policy decisions, end quote, during the Obama administration that led to the dismissal of the Ukrainian prosecutor that was investigating Burisma Holdings. Little backstory in case you don't know. Here's a little plot summary within a plot summary. Burisma Holdings is an energy company in the nation of Ukraine. Now, all of a sudden, Hunter Biden got a job sitting on the board of Burisma Holdings. He was a board member, and he got paid millions of dollars to do that. Now, Hunter Biden had no background in energy sector. He had no previous experience that warranted him being there. So there was speculation and suspicion that perhaps they put Hunter Biden on the board to get with the big guy, Joe Biden, to cozy up with him. And what's also important to note is that this was happening while Joe Biden was vice president under President Barack Obama. So there's a connection right there. Now, up until about a year ago when the Russian invasion of Ukraine started, it was widely accepted based off of copious evidence that, ironically enough, was brought on by the left-leaning media, that Ukraine is a corrupt country. Left-winning media like CNN and MSNBC and New York Times had been reporting on the corruption in the Ukrainian government for years. For years, their catalog of Ukrainian corruption articles that they have on their news websites is insane. The list goes on. They were reporting on how corrupt Ukraine was forever. And then all of a sudden, they get invaded by Russia and, oh, there's no corruption. This is amazing. I love it. That's great. But I digress. That's a different story. How does this apply to Burisma Holdings and Hunter Biden? Well, it's quite simple. There was a Ukrainian prosecutor who became famous in that nation for investigating corruption. That was his job. And as it turns out, he was pretty darn good at it. The Ukrainian people loved this prosecutor. They praised him. Why? Because he was stamping down on corruption. Nobody wants to live in a corrupt government. It rubs people the wrong way. They dislike it. They dislike the smugness of these corrupt politicians. This guy was fighting against it and doing it well. Not only were the Ukrainian people and certain members of the Ukrainian government, not only were they praising this prosecutor, the United States government was praising this prosecutor for his excellent work in stamping out corruption in Ukraine, specifically government corruption. This guy was a hero. He was he was the Harvey Dent pre two-face of of Gotham, right? This was the man. Well, all of a sudden, Burisma Holdings, an energy company, all of a sudden, Burisma Holdings got a new board member, one Mr. Hunter Biden. And once that happened, wait a second, the Obama administration kind of changed their tune 
on whether or not they like this prosecutor. A man they thought was a hero six months before, all of a sudden, wait a second, maybe he's maybe he's corrupt. Maybe we have to get rid of him. Well, they got rid of him. He was fired. And there's a lot of evidence linking Joe Biden directly to that very policy decision, pushing him, encouraging his dismissal. Very sketchy stuff. That is all part of this investigation and how this company ties into Hunter Biden, which ties into Joe Biden, which ties into impeachment is essentially it is possible that the vice president of this country, the man that is supposed to be a steward of our nation and our people may have been engaged in a pay for play scheme with a foreign nation that at one point may have been adversarial for personal money. He didn't do that little scheme get money from them, millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, and then donate that money to the sick or to the poor or to the taxpayer. He donated it to himself. He bought a Porsche. He bought a fishing boat. He bought a 17th house. Okay? That's the problem with it. All right, moving on. That's uh, pretty much the bulk of the big Biden stuff. We'll be referencing him a little bit more later in this episode. Um... But let's stick with this impeachment. Uh, I I like this impeachment trend we're on here. Let's stick with it. This week, it was revealed that Republican Representative Claudia Tenney of New York called on Congress to launch an impeachment inquiry into the Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. I didn't see this one coming. Let's see where it's going. Well, on Thursday, she called for this impeachment inquiry. For Gramholm giving false testimony to Congress about her family stock ownership. Yes, this is good news. Let's get that Pelosi Act passed. Shout out to Josh Hawley. Now, essentially what happened was Gramholm was busted for owning stock in companies that her boss, Joe Biden, repeatedly promoted. Her family, notably her husband, owned Ford stock. And at the same time he was buying up Ford stock, she personally was promoting Ford With official resources. She was trying to give money to Ford while owning the stock. She herself would then get money from that in theory. So her and her family owned a bunch of stock for companies that her and her family and her boss then promoted on a legal level, trying to pass laws and legislation to promote these companies to enrich herself and her own family. And why this is sketchy, because technically some of that isn't illegal to some extent. That's a big problem, and that's something Republicans are trying to work on at the time. But where this is really problematic and where the impeachment inquiry could potentially come in for Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm is that she lied under oath to Congress because Congress asked her about her stock ownership, and she took an oath not to lie, and she did. She lied to Congress. She lied to the American people, and she did it for money. She did it for money. There's no noble cause in this. She wanted to personally enrich herself. She said that she did not own any individual stock. She did. She also said her family didn't own certain stocks. They did. I mean, come on. That's just perjury. They lied under oath and and got busted for it. I mean, what 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 are we doing here? Seriously, I mean, it's just it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy. So anyway, impeachment inquiry, is it on the way for Granholm? No, not yet. Um, This is just a call to action. We'll see if we'll see if it happens. Hopefully Republicans aren't too busy with all the other nonsense going on in the world. And, And I hope I hope to see them hold these politicians accountable. And if they do end up impeaching Granholm for this, 
I hope they go after every other Democrat that lied under oath about stock ownership. I hope they go after every other Republican that lied under oath about stock ownership. And I hope they really clamp down on these politicians on both sides of the aisle, buying up Ford stock and then passing a law saying all cop cars have to be Fords. Huh. Doesn't that seem like a conflict of interest? Obviously. So, yeah, I'd like to see. I would like to see more of that. Will it happen? Who's to say? Moving on from this, uh, let's get into lithium. That's the, the real topic. American lithium. This is actually really very exciting stuff. This this is actually very exciting. I was very stoked when we heard about this. Uh, something we covered this week on the Morning News Watch at News Talk KZRG. A lithium deposit was discovered in a volcanic crater along the Nevada-Oregon border. Pretty darn cool. Now, what's even cooler is that this lithium deposit may hold, may, we don't know, may hold up to 40 million metric tons of lithium. Wow. That is possibly the single largest deposit of lithium in the world, two times the size of the second largest deposit, which is uh, in Australia. Why is this important? Well, the green race, the electric industry race. We're all trying to make cars green. We're all trying to go full electric on vehicles and homes and, and all this nonsense. Well, lithium is one of the most important ingredients for it. Imagine if you were baking a cake. Lithium would be the flour. Flour to cake is lithium to electric vehicles. It's, it's the base ingredient. It's, it's an absolute must. There is no replacing it. That's the whole thing. If you're making scrambled eggs, what do you need? You need eggs. That's it. That's the whole recipe, man. That's basically what lithium is to electric cars. You, you need it because it's a key ingredient for batteries. And batteries make up electric cars. So there you go. There's the logic. Well, part of the problem with this, other than the um, outrageous economic changes that are happening in our own economy here in the U.S., is China. China's influence on this industry. The Chinese government is a very worthy adversary for the U.S., they're not just, you know, oh, it's China. You know, they have a bunch of slave labor. Yeah, they have that, but they're smart. They're highly intelligent. They're highly motivated. And something the Chinese government has that, unfortunately, the U.S. government kind of lacks is long-term thinking. China saw this electric vehicle craze coming about 10 years ago. And in the last 10 years, all they've been doing is going around the world and buying every single lithium mine that they can get their hands on. They have been completely locking down the lithium industry across the world. And lithium is a material you have to mine. It's like gold. You can't just make gold. you got to go out and find it, right? There's only so much of it. China has been waiting for this moment. They have been locking down all the lithium in the whole world, basically, for a long time now which ties our hands behind our back because either A, we can't go electric, which is what the Biden administration is desperately pushing for, or B, we do go electric and have to buy lithium from China, in which case they can charge whatever they want, and all that money goes directly to a military that they are building up to fight our military. So we would essentially be funding our enemy's military if, if that's the case. And this was a really big, big concern with this electric vehicle push, was the fact that we're, we're running out of lithium that Americans can claim. China's getting it all. Well, guess what? I guess God answered our prayers because we found the largest deposit in the entire planet. And it's on the border of Nevada and Oregon right here in the States. What a beautiful thing. Very exciting. Now, it could have up to 40 million metric tons. That's what they're estimating the maximum end of it could be. They don't actually know. 
frankly, and I hate to burst my own bubble here, it could have five metric tons. They don't know yet. They need to do more studies, and it seems like they are gearing up to do exactly that. So let's say on uh, let's be super um, optimistic about this. Let's say there is forty million tons of lithium. Holy cow! Did we hit the jackpot? We then have to jump through the next hoop, and that is, are we allowed to mine it? The Biden administration has done a really good job of making it very difficult to mine for minerals in this country. They've been doing this by adding a lot of red tape. They've been doing this by essentially you have to fill out 35 permits. Each permit costs like $2,000 to file. So just to even get permission to start working, you have to pay like a million and 10 bucks to do it. And by the way, those are permits that could be rejected. So you could spend $5 million on permitting, and then the government just says no. You go, oh, I just lost $5 million then. So they've been making it very difficult to mine. And they're very anti it for good reasons. You know, we want to take care of the environment. We don't want to pollute our waterways because people drink that water. Let's look at what happened in Flint, Michigan. Let's look at what's going on here in Missouri, for crying out loud, when that train derailed and contaminated on the water. We can't have chemicals contaminating groundwater of farming communities. We just can't have that. So, yeah, there's a good reason to try and put some protections and limits on some of this, uh, you know, mining uh, here in this nation. But there's a balance. You know, let's use the resources we have. They're quite helpful. But anyway, lithium, pretty exciting deal. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. All right, moving on from that, let's um, circle back around to this uh, Biden impeachment inquiry, specifically the media's response to this. As I had pointed out before, Republicans had launched an official impeachment inquiry into uh, President Biden. They're now they're now going to investigate the case. Well, the Biden administration, their first response was to suggest in big air quotes how the media, the news media should cover this impeachment inquiry. They sent a 14 page document suggesting heavily that uh, they should cover this investigation with extreme scrutiny. The letter said, quote, it's time for the media to ramp up its scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. End quote. That was the most jarring line in that document, in my opinion. It's kind of interesting. The news media has been famously the most easygoing and unscrutinizing of this administration than any administration in the history of this country. And Republicans have been saying, the voters anyway, have been saying, hey, media, why don't you scrutinize the people that are in charge? Because they're they're robbing us blind. Why don't you investigate that? And the Biden administration said, you know what? You guys are right. The media does need to exhibit more scrutiny against you, against the opposition, against Republicans, against conservatives. They're all for scrutiny now, all of a sudden, when they were very pro having the media be exceptionally kind to Biden for no reason. I mean, it's crazy. Now, CNN got a copy of a draft letter. It was not the official letter. It was just what they are planning on saying. And CNN leaked it. Now, when that story broke this week, I was very proud of CNN. I was. I was impressed, frankly, because they did some actual journalism. And I'm not even being sarcastic here. They got access to a document that was absurd. And while it wasn't a demand, so it's not necessarily a violation of the Constitution, it's pretty darn creepy that the government is heavily suggesting how the media should cover things. Freedom of speech, baby. It's in the top 10 things that the government can't control. We had a whole war over it. 
But anyway, CNN leaked it. And I thought that was real investigative journalism. Like, holy cow, they got their hands on this thing. They released it to the public because the public needs to know the Biden administration is trying to do this. That is real news coverage. Good for you, CNN. And I, I, I sung their praise for a whole entire day. I was so proud of them. I called my mother. I said, Mom, look how great CNN is. One day later, they went ahead and made me look like a fool. A darn fool. They broke my heart. CNN decided, hey, wait a second. You know what? Biden White House, that's a great idea. Maybe I will do that. Maybe I will fact check these stinking Republicans. So CNN released a fact check, big air quotes there, on the House Republicans impeachment claims. And I've never seen anything so egregious and frustrating in my entire life. Except for the time that that one lady cut in front of me at the movie theater when I was really, really excited to get my tickets. And then she ended up buying the seat that I wanted. That was the most egregious thing I've ever seen. This is a close second, though. CNN went ahead and fact-checked a bunch of these Republican claims. So the first claim that CNN tries to fact-check, quote-unquote, is the Republicans said, quote, Bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shell companies, end quote. That is what House Republicans are alleging of of the Biden family. CNN fact-checked this, and they said, quote, This is true. (laughs) Joe Biden's family and associates did get $20 million through various shell companies, but there is no public evidence to date that the president personally received any money. End quote. What a ridiculous fact check. There's no public evidence, maybe because they're hiding it. You know, I'm not much of a lawyer myself or a cop. But it is my belief that when somebody makes a criminal allegation against somebody, you then investigate that allegation to see if it's true. That's kind of how it's supposed to work. Well, the Biden administration and the liberal media are trying very hard to stop people from investigating these allegations. So, yes, to say there is no public evidence to date that the president personally received any money, that's because you're not letting us investigate. Let the Republicans go and dig up the clues. Let them follow the leads. Let them see if this is true. There's no public evidence because there's there hasn't been an investigation to reveal that evidence. Do you expect Joe Biden to just walk out and go, yep, here's the evidence. You got me. No. If he's guilty, he's going to try and hide it. That's why you have an investigation to investigate. Find the facts. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And additionally, for them to go as far as to say, There's no evidence that the president personally received any money. Does that really make a difference, CNN? I mean, does it really? Oh, Joe didn't get the money, but Jill's bank account got the money, and Hunter's bank account got the money, and all their friends and cousins and uncles and siblings, they all got the money, but Joe specifically never did. They live in the same house, man. Joe's getting that money. What do you think? They go out to dinner and Jill, you know, Pays for the table, but Joe's got to pull out his wallet and pay for his own portion of the meal. What the heck are you talking about? Doesn't matter if Joe or Jill got it. That household got it. Is this a joke? I mean, what are you, five? What do you think Jill's like? Sorry, Joe, this is my money. Oh, you want to go to the movies? Well, you'll have to buy your own ticket because this is my money, not yours. I mean, what a joke. The next fact that was checked by CNN... um, McCarthy claimed that, quote, even trusted FBI informants 
had alleged a bribe to the Biden family, end quote. Trusted FBI informant had said the Biden family had been bribed. It's quite an allegation. Perhaps we should investigate that allegation. Well, let's see what CNN has to say. CNN fact-checked that and said, quote, It is true that an informant gave a tip of this nature to the FBI in 2020 and that the Bureau had viewed him as a credible informant. There you go. But the underlying allegation that the Biden family was given a bribe is totally unproven. Yes, 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 yes. It was unproven until we investigate. It is unproven until proven in an investigation. If you think somebody murdered somebody, it's been unproven in the court of law until you go out and find the evidence and suggest that evidence to a jury and they say guilty or not guilty, whatever the verdict may be. That is what an investigation does. They are trying to stop Republicans from doing that process. It makes no sense. Back to quotation here. The informant was merely reporting something he said he had been told by a Ukrainian businessman, end quote, that businessman was a very prominent businessman and had a lot to do with Burisma. So it wasn't just some schmuck that worked at some company. It was somebody that knew things. A and B, once again, yes, perhaps this may not be provable. This may also be false. Let's investigate. Let's do it. Let's investigate to see if it is. Let's prove it's false, Democrats. Let's do it. Let's prove it's false, Democrats. They don't want to. They want no investigation. Very crazy. The other thing that CNN fact-checked was uh, House Republicans noted that uh, the Treasury Department flagged more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and associates as suspicious activity. Here's what CNN had to say about it. Quote, the existence of these suspicious activity reports don't prove wrongdoing on their own. That's all they had to say. End quote, by the way. That's all they had to say. No, duh. That is why we investigate. I mean, how many times do I have to say this? Yes, we know that the allegations themselves don't make him guilty. We investigate the allegations. That's the whole point of doing investigate. I mean, what are you talking about? It's just crazy. Here's the last one that just absolutely drew me bonkers. CNN said, quote, there is no public evidence that Joe Biden abused his government powers to help his family, end quote. Yes, there is no public evidence because the investigation hasn't happened yet. I, I mean, seriously. That's like if I go out and kill someone tomorrow and then the police get all the evidence and lock it up in a locker because they don't want me to know that they're on to me. And I go, well, you know, there's no public evidence, so I'm good to go. It's like, well, yeah, because they have it because they're investigating you still, numbnuts. I, I mean, it's just it's just CNN, man. I mean, I really gave them a lot of credit. They really they really impressed me. They really impressed me on Thursday. And then they broke my heart on Friday. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. But, all right, enough of that. Enough of nonsense logics. The last thing that, uh, the last big thing that I want to touch on in this episode that we discussed this week on the Morning News Watch at News Talk KZRG, COVID origins. A CIA whistleblower came forward this week and told Congress that the agency offered officials on a team that was investigating COVID-19 origins significant monetary incentive to change their positions on what may have caused COVID. Huh. Now, seemingly, the original position of those investigating COVID-19 origins, it seemed like it originated out of a lab from Wuhan, China, specifically. Those were pretty much the opinions that were held. But then all of a sudden, according to this whistleblower anyway, the CIA offered them a lot of money. And all of a sudden, the official story from the CIA is that 
they were unable to determine the origins of COVID-19. Just out of nowhere. Who knows? I don't know. The whistleblower essentially lined out for Congress that the CIA had assigned seven officers to the COVID discovery team. And by the end of the review, six of the seven members of the team believed that the intelligence and the science were sufficient to make a low confidence assessment that COVID came from a lab in Wuhan, China. That was where the final results. But this whistleblower is saying that he has inside knowledge that that was not their original findings. And that was potentially findings issued through monetary incentives. We'll see if that turns into anything. Those are all just allegations. We don't know anything. Once again, innocent until proven guilty. And there's not a lot of evidence other than what he had said. But boy, howdy, if this doesn't spark more investigation that will likely result in more evidence coming to light, I don't know what will. But, all right, that's all I got for you this week on this week's episode of Plot Summary. Be sure to tune into the Morning News Watch, News Talk KZRG next week. You can always watch us Facebook Live. You can tune in at FM 102.9, 105.9, AM 1310. You can also tune in using your smart speaker. It's a really nifty feature. And remember, if you ever miss anything, you can always catch it right here on Plot Summary with News Talk KZRG.